Hi, and welcome to Are You Done Yet? The podcast about your work and project management challenges. I'm Mike Taylor with Innovative E, and as always, I have my co-host, Brian Quick. Hello, all you folks out there. Nice to see you again. So, Brian, it's been a man. It's been an interesting uh, couple months and couple weeks. We just did a, a webinar with Microsoft co-hosts. We actually, did a couple of them. Uh, did a roundtable, and um, one of the topics that seems to really be resonating with a lot of folks, really well attended, was uh, around um, kind of work and project management and teams, and kind of bringing things together from different applications um, like Project Online and Project for the Web. Yeah, it was. It's been a great couple of weeks. Very busy. So this week we helped Microsoft with, uh, we had a round table discussion at their project management conference, which is a virtual mm -hmm. conference they had for Microsoft project. Um, a while ago, we used to do all these conferences in person, but now we're doing them all virtually. Yep. And it's called project management in a connected world. And it's really interesting. We got to see the latest updates on what Microsoft is doing with the product, which is very exciting. And we also yeah. got to do a roundtable discussion uh, on our particular topic, Mike. Yeah, absolutely. And it's great. I mean, it's, they had like 8,000 registrants or something for that. So the topic mm. of project management is still alive and well today. And, um, you know, project and work management is really going on. So um, in that, you you had um, some learnings and, uh, and some things that you mm -hmm. shared um, beyond right. what Microsoft had shared about some of the things we're doing. Would you want to explore that a little bit more? Yeah, they, they had some great, um, ser you know, great sessions on a good keynote. Um, it, it was really interesting to learn about what they're doing with the product um, and, and the things that they're working on with the product. And and by say when I say that, I, I'm, I'm talking about, you know, project and what they're referring to as project for the web. Um, one of the big things that they were able to do is extend the ability to view and edit a task that's assigned to you from a project for the web schedule by just having an office like E3 or E5 license. Yeah, and that's huge, right? I mean, we've talked a lot about kind of the democratization of work management. And in the past, it's always been, if it's a Microsoft product like Project Online, Project Server in the past, or it's some of the competitors that are out there, you always had to have licenses for every single person that was out there um, that needed to work. So that ended up, that, that became an inhibitor to really allowing everyone to participate. And we've had customers for years say, well, we're a big organization. We really want everyone to have the opportunity to participate in, you know, even if all, all they have is one task, they had to have a license and one project right. that they're working on. Um, so now this gives the abilities for pretty much everyone, because everyone's probably going to have an office license to be able to participate, right? Yeah, it does. It changes everything uh, because let's admit it. I mean, project portfolio management systems, including project server and project online, adoption has always been a challenge and that's one of those barriers to adoption has always been licensing mm -hmm. um, and it's been a continued discussion you know why do i need a license to be able to provide an update back to the project manager about the status of a task and by right. by by just including that in to the the office you know 365 subscription licensing for the enterprise what they're doing is they're basically allowing everyone to participate in a meaningful way on these projects and these project schedules. And that's mm -hmm. creating a greater opportunity for collaboration on the projects. And it does, it's transformational to actual project scheduling itself because project scheduling is no longer a 
a representation of what's going on. It's interactive. It's always, it's the work that's happening. And it's closer to the work because the people doing the work get to provide their own updates now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Which has always been a huge thing. We've seen people in the past to get around licensing and other constraints would um, they'd have the project managers go and enter all the data. And that's, you know, that's not a good use of a project manager's time for 10 people on your team yeah. to go try to enter all the data and, and do the updates and everything else. And it's just, um, yeah, by by democratizing the work, you, as you point out, you're pushing um, the work closer to where it's actually happening, the management of the work mm -hmm. and the information. So the people doing it are doing the updates. And, and that's that's like I said, that's transformational. Um, yeah, it really can be. And and you also, you, you know, there's a couple other things that were really cool um, that I saw on those. Um, you pointed out the um, they're, they're doing templates as well. So they're going to yes. be able to do templates that are more departmental level. So as you think about moving mm -hmm. from these PPM type heavyweight solutions, which are, you know, they're always going to be needed, but really moving it across the enterprise. There's an awful lot of work. We've talked about this in the past that happens all over the place in different departments, right. HR, marketing, corporate communications, engineering, whatever, that aren't necessarily like software development or construction projects or just part of the work that's going on. And, you know, to be honest, Microsoft Media, um, they, they always do a great job of kind of catching up when they get behind, but they may have been a little behind, like some of the, you know, Thursday.coms or whatever that are out there uh, <laughs> that really that really cater to these kind of departmental level things. And now with like the templates and a more content rich environment, I think they're really going to be able to to speak to those kind of um, audiences and, and make it easier yeah. to just kind of get going with with work and project management. Yeah, the templates are a really good development, makes it easier to get started. Um, and, you know, it brings an industry focus to, you know, the projects themselves as well by having them purposed. Um, and right. I, I'm energized about that. You know, I'm also really excited about the people management view, Mike. And so, you know, what, what it is, is it's a view of people that are working across all projects and their tasks that they're working on. So it's a place for you to go to learn about what your tasks are, like a My Task page. Um, but it also is representation of your capacity for work and, you know, what you've been what you've been assigned and right. and and the health of that, whether or not you're overbooked or underbooked. Um, and I'm excited about where that's going. I'm a little unsure about how the uh, universal resource, um, the URS, um, which your is the dynamics scheduler. resource scheduler. Um, is really going to work in practice with Project for the Web. We're going to be experimenting that with that at Innovative E, um, right. and and really trying to figure out, you know, how that, how does that really manifest in a day-to-day -day scenario for a customer? Um, because it still feels like, I mean, just to provide some constructive criticism, um, you know, it's we're we're Microsoft, you know, champions, and uh, we drink the Kool-Aid here, but you know. We also have some opinions. It just, it sort of feels deep into dynamics still, like you're popping into that world for a minute. And um, it's kind of upfront heavy on all the data entry that needs to go in. It just right. doesn't feel like a, like a natural switch yet to me from the demonstration yep. that I saw. Yep, yep, yeah, I agree. But I do think that there's a lot of promise there because the, the URS actually looks at everyone in the organization um, you know, bills on that and, and, and it's based on, you know, the power platform. So 
Um, I, like I said, we're going to be looking into it. I know other folks will. I think that there's a, a very promising future for the resource management piece there. Um, of course, you could do some resource management with with Project for the Web right now. You've done many demonstrations that show how you can assign people to task and, and do that. But we're talking about more robust features of being able to really do resource planning and scheduling and those kinds of things and, at a more um, granular level. But I'm, I'm optimistic. And the other thing I think that's, um, you know, just bears repeating, and I don't think this really came out. I mean, I know they talked a little bit about it during the, the webinar, but it, it is all built on the uh, the Power Platform. And we talk about making project management a competitive advantage, and and a big part of that is, first of all, what we just said, which is democratizing it, so more people are in there, and and more work is being centralized into the Dataverse, which is you know kind of into the the project. Um, ecosystem there and, and you can take things not just from project for the web but also project online you talked about that we'll talk about that more a little, a little bit more but the other part is the extensibility that the power platform provides so now you have all these connectors it's hundreds and hundreds i've lost count i've seen 400 700 They've, there's all these connectors and things it, it creates this rich data environment um, that you can then build on and you can really start to talk about like special sauce so, so we have some folks that we've done work with that have actually built their their company special sauce on that what they do as like a we have one that's a, I think a case study about to come out around um, a capital or an equity management firm mm -hmm. and how they've actually put their their whole kind of process into the power platform yeah. process and you, you apply that to work in project management and that's how that's a key component of how we can make it into a competitive advantage. You're not just following mm -hmm. the structures and the constructs that are built into a particular SaaS application or a third-party app. You're bringing it all together mm -hmm. on the secure Microsoft platform and now doing all these interesting things with it using the Power Platform right. and all that you can do beyond that. You can still use all of the, your, you can even go into a full stack development scenario if you need to for a, like a customer facing app or something. So it's, yeah. it's, it's a super exciting future. Um, you know, mm -hmm. and, and and I say future, but it's also it's here today. The capabilities are, are built in today. Yeah, that is. I mean, it's an excellent point. We talk about that sometimes on the podcast. But if you're if you're thinking, you know, I'm using Project Online, and Microsoft just built this project for the web, and it, it just doesn't seem to have the same functionality, then you're really missing the point because you it's not. Um, I have this product and I have this product and I'm comparing them together and I'm, I'm saying, well, it doesn't have these things. The point is that the project for the web is built on the power platform and that we're going to use that to extend capabilities or, and surround it with with value add. And so you, you have things like workflow built in with Power Automate. Um, we can do things with Power Digital Agents. Um, we can do things with... Um, power apps and we can surround the product with other things. For example, like we've built our own power app teams for PM, which captures a lot of the data um, that typically would be associated with a project, um, brings into, into the picture things like program management, um, which, which are not natively built into project for the web, but we can do that with a, a power app. Yep, um, and, and to your point, you know, you're, you're extending it with not only capabilities, but contextual business process automation for your company, your workflow, the way that you want to do it, your particular processes being emulated into the system. Yeah, absolutely. And as you pointed out, and, and you actually demoed during the webinar, um, you can, and with our teams for PM, you can actually bring 
project for the web and project online together and you can use them in a central mm -hmm. interface which is teams and so people who are spending mm -hmm. all their time in that experience which are more and more people it is over 250 million active users <laughs> now it's just an insane number um you know it's growing every day the the yeah. it's really gone hockey stick there's an idc report out i think from late uh, 21 early 22 and it's just gone you know um, vertical with the number of active users and right. because you're already in there and you're using your um, you know we talk about teams teams is it's a swiss army knife and the reason everybody's using right. it is because it does it does everything right you're in there uh, we're recording this on teams today and it's, you got your <laughs> video you got your audio it works well yeah. with your mobile devices i mean there's a cool feature of teams i'm just going to point this out that i just noticed about right, a couple months ago i was on the road and i had to take a call so i get back to my desk and i and i log in on the desk it says it looks like you're still on another device. Do you want to close that device? I was like, oh, that's cool. I don't have to yeah, even pick up my phone. Too. So it, it's it's aware of kind of what you're doing. And um, anyway, so it, it's a, it's a great you know work management solution, which makes right. it. And then it then it does all the other things that you used to be able to do in SharePoint. It does all your file management. You can do your co-authoring. You can create your 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 channels and everything else. And now we've extended it with Power Platform to enable you to do things. So you can do the best of both worlds. You can really take things from Project Online and Project for the Web, work together in a seamless fashion. Right, Mike. So what we're what we're doing here at Innovative E is leveraging the entire platform. And, and our vision is to transform work and project management into a competitive advantage for our customers with a modern cloud-based collaboration tool set, which, you know, is Teams and the Power Platform that enables everyone to work toward your core objectives and that enables everyone, you know, that that touches on what we already talked about with, which is we get more people to participate in work and project management, um, the better, because, you know, the things that are being talked about that are being collaborated on in teams, the things that people have meetings in teams about and the threaded discussions, a lot of that stuff's about projects. And so it's a natural progression, I think. And, you know, we've been in this space for a long time, Mike. We, you know, I've been um, in the space almost 20 years. And what I've seen is, you know, it's it's been challenging to to adopt PPM systems for a lot of organizations. And I've been involved in some of those organizations over the years. I've always wanted pe more people to participate in in the project management ecosystem uh, because it's where a lot of the really important work in an organization gets done but i think the tooling has been it's been cumbersome um, in a lot of ways now we've done a lot of really great things at innovative e to to make adoption and and to bring these solutions to life so that and it's been beneficial for a lot of our customers and they're getting advantages of it. I just think it's going to get so much better when oh, yeah. more people are involved. Yeah, more people are involved and it becomes more intuitive. Um, yeah. At, so it really, the solution can meet you, you know, where you are. So if you're, mm -hmm. you know, you're in communication, corporate communications and you have an, an endeavor, you don't even necessarily call it a project. You've got this thing to go do. Maybe mm -hmm. it's a, a new communi corporate communications campaign that you have to roll out around some initiative the company is doing you can go in and you can simply build 
everything, staying in teams, build your schedules using like project for the web and, and be able to involve whoever you need to involve. On the other end of the spectrum, in the same dataverse or universe, you could have somebody that's over in using a project online or a, you know, a higher end PPM solution like right. that that's, that's managing complex software or construction or other types of projects. Um, and then you can also incorporate, and this is something that we're working on in the future, being able to pull directly in. Um, and actually we can do it now with other part with other products, but you can pull ADO or other agile mm -hmm. type things. So it's really, it's all work being centralized um, into a central environment and within it, that's pulling all the data together, making it extensible and competitive. And then you can build on it, like you said. Yeah, and, and that brings us kind of full circle to what we were talking about at the beginning of the podcast, which is our roundtable discussion at the Project Management for a Connected World event, which was how do you bring Project Online and Project for the Web together inside of Teams? Um, and a lot of people are facing some challenges with that. You know, maybe they have um, Project Online today or they're thinking about using Project Online, but they really like the... Um, out-of-the-box ease of use and the simplicity of Project for the Web. So they want to do both, Mike. They want to make sure that, you know, they're having the robust capabilities of a Project Online portfolio management system. And what usually is brought to light there is that they need resource management and resource capacity planning capabilities. So what we're working on now is we're working on a way to set the resource capacity and leverage the resource pool that's going on in Project Online and then provide integrated reporting with the things that are going on in Project for the Web and Project Online. Again, Project for the Web being simple project management, Project Online being more enterprise level and be able to say, okay, so you're on both kinds of projects the light one, the lightweight tool is managing one type of project and the complex tool, the more enterprise tool is managing another kind of project, but they, they share resources. How do we account for that across um, those two? Because we wanna provide the right tool for the job and for simple projects, that that's not necessarily MS project on the desktop. That's this lightweight project for the web tool that which is more um, attuned to um, these simple projects, right? Exactly. And what we're doing is we're also bringing together, bringing all that data together, like you said, and allowing people to, you can, you can still work in either product, but also you can work mm -hmm. in a common experience. And in that common experience, all of the data around the projects, whether it's coming from Project for the Web or Project Online, is, is surfaced in a way that is consistent. So you're not having right. to think about it differently. So your project metadata, you know, the kind of mm -hmm. project it is, what, it, what it's trying to accomplish, whatever metadata you've defined around the project, the issues and risks logs are all surfaced mm -hmm. in a central place. And in fact, there's even a way to, um, and we've mentioned this before in other podcasts, there's there's a way to, to manage all those from a central place, which is not just a report, it's actually an interactive piece because we're using the Dataverse. You can move data back and forth. So a program manager could go in and look at a um, at something and say, all right, this this risk th uh, needs to be changed to this or whatever, right? Right. And it goes back to the appropriate place. Absolutely. So yeah, let's take a closer look at, at how this is enabled. Um, we call it Teams 4 p.m. And uh, basically what, it, what it's doing is it's taking Teams and it's turning into a project portfolio management solution. Um, 
you don't really think about teams as being a PPM, but it can be. And we're gonna we're we're putting some pieces together here, um, where we're basically leveraging the the dataverse, which is the the data behind Power Apps, and also behind projects for the web. And we're we're using that as a central repository for for all kinds of data related to projects. And what that means is. Um, whether your projects are being managed in Project Online or Project for the Web, that data is now also going into the Dataverse. I have a diagram here, which is uh, rudimentary, um, but it provides sort of a visual of what we're talking about. Everything is contained within Teams, so that is the way that you get to stuff. You have your channels, which are automatically provisioned uh, through a workflow, and just that uh, provides a level of governance which allows you to basically make sure everything is consistent and that the data is captured in consistent ways. And used in and consistent ways, right? I mean, that's one of the problems people have had with teams in general. I know we even being a partner and everyone else when we for early days in teams, everybody's creating their teams and channels and they're all being done different ways. And it's like, mm -hmm. okay, I, I go there, here for this, <laughs> here for that, whatever. But, but, but you know, yeah. when, you into, when you're into doing something like a set of projects, it, seems to make sense that you would, at least those would all have their own kind of taxonomy and, and built in a consistent fashion so you don't have to think right. where you need to go um, to or how one's laid out because this project manager likes it done this way and this one another way this builds some of that right, right in and provisions the team site and the, the project site whether it's project online or project for the web which is really cool some of our customers have called it magic it's like that's where the magic happens <laughs> <laughs> well here's the thing i mean we're we're building this with the building blocks that are already available with Power Automate and Power Apps. Um, so you could build your own workflow, you could use a form, you put it through a workflow, put some logic in it, threaded logic, branching structure. If it's this kind of project, do this. If it's this kind of project, do that. You can do that um, if you know how to build Power Automate flows um, and, and put that pseudocode type logic in there. You're not coding anything, but you're saying if then, if else, um, and it's kind of a drag and drop interface. Um, if you're dangerous in that, then you can do that. Otherwise, we've already done it for you. We know how to use it and we can build it for you. So what we're trying to do is meet customers where they are in terms of their skill set in building Power Apps and Power Automate solutions on the low code, no code platform and have a pre-built application um, which does it for you and can be configured to your needs. So Teams for PM has the workflow, forms the data entry input already built in. You can capture all of your data about a project, whether it's you know the stakeholders, the sponsors, start end date, and and it's not. Um, it's before you decide what kind of project it is and what what your schedule execution tool is going to be. You're collecting all this data in a series of forms, putting it through a workflow, we would configure that workflow for you. And then what happens is it automatically, be, through Power Automate, provisions a Teams channel for that project. Um, so you don't have to do it. Your project managers don't have to request it from IT. You don't have to know how to do it yourself. You don't have 15 different project managers creating different channels in different places. It's all centralized and it's done in a consistent manner. That's the level of governance that Teams 4PM brings to the table. 
Um, and then from there, we're doing a couple of other things. We're saying, okay, depending on the type of project and the nature of that project, you may want to just use a project for the web project schedule for that, which provides you with a Kanban board and a lot of other functionality that's really easy to use, but it's simple and it's easy um, and it might might just be enough for certain types of projects. If not, then you might want to use the power of Microsoft Project on the desktop and be able to have that completely at your disposal. Um, and if you if you need that for a more enterprise project, or or let's say that you needed some other capabilities or functionality that Project for the Web didn't didn't give you, then let's provision that project in Project Online. So. It, it provides that decision path um, where it's using the the right schedule tool for the job, and, but your data is still all staying centralized, which is ex extremely um, enlightening from a standpoint of now we can basically take these two these two tools that Microsoft did build separately, and we can pull them together into one thing. That's awesome. It, I think it's going to resonate a lot for our customers in a couple of different ways. You've got people that want to use Project for the Web, but there's something missing. And sometimes that's that resource capacity planning capability. So we can are, use Project Online for that. Or they're already there, right? I mean, what we're really right. talking about here is a, is a hybrid world. We've talked a lot about, people talk a lot about hybrid is like work from home and work from the office. There's an, mm -hmm. another concept of hybrid, which is a hybrid work environment within Teams, which is what we've created here, where you can mm -hmm. work with either or both products in the same experience. Yeah, I think a lot of people are also in the boat of, I'm already using Project Online, but I'm kind of seeing that the collaboration features for Project Online our legacy at this point because they're based right. on SharePoint and yep. people are just navigating to teams and they're starting to do stuff there. But now I have, I'm at risk for having a disconnected world again. Yep. I'm at risk for having stuff going on in teams. That's not represented in the project schedule because people are just magnet. Like it's like a big magnet. They're drawn into teams because they're there all day long anyway. So what we need to do is we need to bring the project online stuff into teams right yeah and, and what you just said there is it's kind of a heady concept but people continually and and vendors over the years including microsoft and folks have built these point solutions that pull mm -hmm. the data into a different area you mentioned project online project online is sharepoint based so when you go create a project mm -hmm. not to get too technical but it creates a subsite for that project and all the data is mm -hmm. contained there so then you have all these different projects the problem is that project managers always have is they've got to go chase data. So now you've got all these different sites that you've got to go chase data. Say it, an issue or risk, we've used that as an example. You've got to go open each site to go find it, right? Um, what we've done here is we've pulled it all together. So mm -hmm. we're, we're reversing that paradigm. We're, we're saying, okay, yeah, you can have these point solutions, but we're pulling all the data mm -hmm. into a common area, and then we can work with it and push it to wherever it needs to go. That's, a, that's kind of a revolutionary concept that's enabled by mm -hmm. everything that Microsoft's done with the Dataverse and the Power Platform. Yeah, it is. And so, you know, you're using Teams as a central location. You're using Power Platform to build out your unique business process experiences within Teams. And we're pulling in the data for your project management tooling um, into that experience. And one of the ways that we're really 
I mean, che- teams changed everything, Mike. It changed the okay. way people work. It it changed, you know, everything was, you know, SharePoint centric and now it's team centric. It's yep. the it's where the company's going. It's the wave that we need to all really be on right now because it's where the people are, it's what people are using and um it was not always this way. I mean, before before the pandemic, um, and even way before the pandemic, we were all really watching closely when Microsoft decided to build Teams, and a lot of people didn't see it. They didn't see where where the company was going. They thought it was just a response to what was happening um, in Slack and no. late yep. to the game. Um, and then when they changed the name of Skype to Teams, people were like, oh my gosh, I mean, like, why would they do that? Um, there was a lot of name recognition with Skype. But by having the video conferencing and the full video conferencing experience together with the collaboration and the, the thread of discussion and the way that people are working these days, having those two things together has been absolutely game-changing because yes. no one ever leaves Teams now. And I really do truly think that um, everybody for a while, people were saying, you know, email's dead. Um, you know, people aren't going to use email anymore. I think it still has a place. Um, but this this really, I see the kind of light at the end of the tunnel there about re- reducing the dependence on email, at least on an internal company level. Like the way yeah. that we communicate with one another in our company has completely gone to Teams. We don't email each other anymore, like even at all. Right, um, and even our, even our customers to that point, and this kind of yeah. goes back to the point of Teams for project management. When we do projects with customers, most of the time we set, we provision a team site for whatever that initiative mm-hmm. do. We can securely invite them with their, their credentials to our, our cloud version of Teams. They mm-hmm. um, collaborate with us. We have threaded discussions that go on, so, so information, you know, doesn't get lost. We don't use private chats because that's a different thing. You, that those will go away sometimes if you're. A lot of customers have those turned off or, or to expire. So you use the the team chat or the channel chat, and it, it keeps a record, an ongoing record of the discussion. So you can always yeah. search that and find it. And so information doesn't get lost like it does in email because everybody in email, everybody's guilty of this. Is 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 you know <laughs> branching or bifurcating threads, right? Oh, I don't want, right. I, I need to send this over to our team and, and then the customer doesn't need to be copied on this or this person. Did, and then next thing you know, you've got these multiple threads and there's documents and it's all lost and it gets lost and you're searching your inbox mm-hmm. and it's just a nightmare. So like you said, <laughs> it, 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 it consolidates the work and all the artifact management in the same place. Right, right. One of the other things that I, I just wanted to highlight what Teams for PM brings to the table is um, the ability to log an issue or create a risk from a discussion. And this is a really the first manifestation of what we're trying to do here within the app um, of bringing project management to the collaboration in, instead of the other way around. Um, when we bring project management, rich project management experiences into the everyday collaboration, then we're going to get more participation and it's going to make the data about the stuff that's going on in project management more up to date and and more rich 
in terms of the context in which it happens. So, for example, let's say that you're chatting with somebody within Teams and you're in the channel for the project and you realize that there's a resource risk because some people are going to be out of the office. Uh, maybe it's the person announcing that, hey, by the way, just to remind you, I'm going to be out for the next three weeks. And the project manager has a moment where they where the the feeling just comes into their stomach and they're like, oh, my God, the key resource. Um, <laughs> it's a risk. So they want to log an issue. I mean, it's not even a risk. It, it's an issue, right? So um, they just want to do that. They want to either log a risk or an issue right from the thread. So they can now click on the ellipse of the dot, dot, dot um, in the thread, and they can now click create issue or create risk right from there. That's what Teams for PM kind of adds to the proximity of the work that's going on um, and the data that represents it. So you, you, you log it um, and it goes into the reporting immediately. It's escalated immediately. It's in your Power BI report about risks and issues. And it, and it got logged. Um, now, if you're if you were using Project Online in that scenario, how what would that feel like, Mike? It would be a little bit more cumbersome, right? Yeah, you'd have to go find the project. You'd have to open the project. You have to go to the project mm -hmm. site, and then you would have to go to your issues list, and then you would have mm -hmm. to go log it there, right? So, right. Um, in this in this case, like you said, what this really does is it takes people are collaborating real time. They're able to mm -hmm. do that without having to go do those extra steps, which means it's probably going to happen more often. You're going right. to do your risk and issue logging much more frequently, which the biggest part of project failure is not managing risk and issues well. <laughs> I mean, to be yeah. honest, people don't, you know, they go, yeah, that's a risk or that's an issue, but I'll, I'll log it later and they don't get around to it. And, and then because mm -hmm. they don't, it's not surfaced in the regular status remedi meetings and then mm -hmm. it's not reviewed and people don't say, all right, we need to worry about that or let's mm -hmm. build a contingency or something. So it really does by moving the work closer, like you said, it really does create better quality data and information that's more actionable and will yield to better results. Right, exactly. So, I mean, that's the first of many type of embedded experiences that we're looking to bring to the table with Teams for PM and, and constantly building out more capabilities and more functionality um, with the tool set. Yep. Um, so, you know, let's let's kind of show people a little bit more about what it looks like to use these tools um, in in a in a setting where you're inside of Teams. So, just looking at some examples. So here's here's a screenshot of um, Power BI embedded within Teams within the channel itself. It's contextual reporting. Um, and then you have the ability to have your your project for the web schedule completely within Teams with your with your um, predictable end dates and scheduling and dependency management on your tasks. The ability to have a Microsoft Word document that you're co-authoring right from a task in a project schedule. A lot of the things that we create during our projects are artifacts. And, uh, and those artifacts are either Word documents or Excel spreadsheets or PowerPoint presentations. So having them contextual to the project itself and to the task itself with co-authoring capabilities is really another example of bringing the project into the collaboration space, right? 
And then with the, with the folks that want to use Kanban boards, the ability to have Kanban boards with Project for the Web right within Teams, so you can progress your schedule in the way that you want to work. So not everybody wants to use a grid or a timeline or a Gantt chart, so let's just move cards back and forth. And Microsoft's really building this out so that cards can have visual aspect to them, just like Planner does, so that you'll be able to see like a preview of the document that's associated with a card or an image. Um, so if you're having your morning stand-up meeting, uh, your morning scrum, uh, and you want to have an interactive discussion, people can move their cards around on the board when you're all on the Teams call. And that might be a great way to have like resources that are around different places in the country or even around the world participate in a morning scrum meeting right from Teams using Project. So we've covered a lot today, Mike, and uh, we've talked about you know what we did with Microsoft for the project management and connected world event. We talked about how Teams for PM is bringing a lot of different experiences together inside of Teams. And uh, we're really looking forward to having these great discussions with our customers about how we can light up experiences within Teams. And we've decided we're going to focus a lot more on just the everyday people that are looking to get started and maybe do it yourself within Teams and trying to light up these experiences themselves. Um, we're going to be focusing a lot more on the tips and tricks and the how-tos so that we can make sure that you guys are all empowered to use Teams for project management. Yeah, absolutely. I think we have a, um, I actually uh, posted a blog the other day um, that was kind of the first in what will be a series. And I know you and I are planning on covering a lot more of what you just said, the tips and tricks, best practices, all that. We also created a group <clears throat> that's all about in LinkedIn, that's all about just how do you, how do you do better work in project management mm -hmm. and teams. So there's there's a lot more to come in that area. Looking forward to it. Yep, yep. I just wanted to, to flash something else up for you guys um, in case you're really interested in, you know, an ongoing discussion or you just have a question. Um, take a look at these resources. Um, take out your phone and you can use the uh, QR codes that I generated there to learn more about Teams for PM or even schedule an introductory call with me. Um, or drop me an email. Um, we also have a website that we've dedicated to this particular topic. So take a look at that. Those resources are available to you. Um, you know, and I'd love to chat about how we can light up some of these experiences for you in your organization, or even if you just have a question. So um, as a Microsoft partner, we're here to help. All right. So I think uh, I think that about does it for today. Anything else you'd like to add there, Brian? Nope, that's good. So good luck out there collaborating, and um, let's let's try to bring project management into uh, Microsoft Teams and really make that a productive space for managing your most important projects. So I guess that about covers it for this uh, edition and this episode of Are You Done Yet? Um, are you done yet? We never are, are we, Mike? Never done. Always a lot more to do, and, and like I said, a lot a lot more coming. So stay tuned. Keep in touch. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye, okay. everybody. Mm -hmm.